Welcome to the latest episode of Shrew's Views. It's season three. It's episode 21. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. Delighted to be joined by Shrewsbury Town reporter extraordinaire. Come in, Mr. Ollie Westbury. Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year, Nate. Happy New Year, mate. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. Ready to go for 2024. Excited. Most importantly, before we get down to dirty um how was your new year what did you do were you drunk was it a party were you in um on new year's eve i was working um i was on the i was the on the sunday shift and i was working uh on new year's day as well we were meant to go to a fun me and my girlfriend were meant to go to a fancy dress party we were going to go shaggy and scooby but uh love it it was a you just uh kind of something happened in the family and and, and it kind of got cancelled in the end so uh, so we kind of we had a we had a three course meal um, at home in our first new year in our new house. So Ooh, um, what was the what was on the menu? Bruschetta. We had uh, mushroom and walnut gnocchi. It's nice. <laughs> oh. yeah, it's nice. I like cooking. I do all the cooking, so I do like a bit of chef chefing. And um, and and dessert was it sweet or was it a bit? About I I, I, well was well I, cheat, I, cheat, I cheated on the dessert. I bought a roulade. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, That's delicious really stuff. Sounds good. Hey, top drawer, top drawer it was. How was yours? To see that you've had a row with a with a razor this morning. Yes, uh, yes. Thanks for bringing that up, Ollie. Um, I I have uh, for people know this, this will not be visual today, but uh, uh, the old electronic razor decided to pack in halfway through uh, me doing the side of my face, so I have a baby face down the middle, um, a landing strip, as they may say, and uh, on the right and left hand side, it's a little bit fuzzy, so to speak. So. Um, yeah, we're, we're looking at batteries and the charging. Obviously, I've lost the charging lead, so it's an absolute hot mess at this moment, but I need to get that sorted out very, very quickly. It was nice, mate. Um, London, chilled out, nice little apartment, watched uh, watched the fireworks live across uh, the London Eye. I don't know if you saw some of them and the, yeah, the, uh, did, yeah. the show and the, the kind of, what's it called, drone show, et cetera. So. In between watching Rick Astley. Yes, Rick Astley. Jules, I was more Jules Holland, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Modules yeah, Holland uh, base. So, no, very nice. A uh, couple of bottles of Dom Perignon to, to wash it down with to see the new year, as you would expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, you're not telling me anything I wouldn't expect there. <laughs> so, um, I mean, look, the most important thing is uh, I'm pretty sure that Matt Taylor wasn't washing uh, 2024 down with a couple of bottles of Dom Perignon on the 31st, but maybe on the 1st, because my God, was that a needed win? against an average Fleetwood side, who had their chances, by the way. But if you're going to start 2024 with a bang, three goals, I mean, that's probably as many as they scored in 2023 total, Ollie. But let's just take a win in three and three points, yeah? Yeah, it was a much needed, much needed three points, a much needed some goals and performance as well. I think I wrote in one of my pieces that it was perhaps the most convincing win that Shrewsbury have had since they beat Derby. Um, you know, there's been backs to the wall wins, you know, at Wickham where they kind of ab- absorbed a lot of pressure and uh, and kind of scored with their only effort in the game. But I think the game, you know, on New Year's Day against Fleetwood was certainly um, Shrewsbury kind of creating chances, um, lots of them. And they probably, you know, there were chances in there where they maybe could have gotten a couple more as well. Um and, and so, and, and that's kind of why it was a it was a really uncharacteristically entertaining game. Um, mm. so I don't like to say in too 
uh, dour and too mean about the whole thing. But it, it, at times it's been a tough watch um, with games being tight and cagey. And I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that from a tactical and managerial perspective. If you want to keep it tight, you know, it's a manager's choice. It's the way that the team want to play. But, you know, they have been lacking clear-cut action. But this game was not the case. Um, you know, there was plenty of action in the game. There was plenty of uh, goal mouth situations. Uh, I did write a tweet at one stage in the first half of this This game is a guide of how to not defend set pieces because it felt like a lot of the chances did come from corners and free kicks. But regardless of that fact, you know, you've got to give Shrewsbury immense credit. They come under an awful lot of scrutiny after an incredibly underwhelming Christmas festive period. I think they came out of it, you know, um, they came out of it, you know, fighting. Uh, and I think that that's, you know, that they need credit for that because, you know, there was an immense amount of pressure on them going into that game. And, yeah, although we say that Fleetwood were not the best and, you know, they did have, and you are right to say, they did have their own chances, you know, even at the very last kick of the game, I think Morgan mm. Feeney was lying on his back and he cleared one off the line with his head somehow. I mean, yeah, imagine that, that but... Um, yeah, it was one of them, but it was a much needed, a much needed and positive result for Shrewsbury. But, but look, I mean, look, you can you can understand the fans' frustration when you lose four of these games on the bounce, and then, of course, going into you know most recently the Chulham and the Burton games. There um, is a lot of frustration, a lot of animosity, and look, the fans were very vocal, weren't they as well? Do you think that if they had not pulled a result out on New Year's Day, that Matt Taylor's future was in doubt? Um, is that too early to say? Or is it still in doubt and, and continues to be at this stage? Like, you know, there's been a lot of changes. There's obviously going to be some issues and some, um, as they, they grow, they've had a lot of kind of like, I guess, I'm not saying excuses, but the injury list is ridiculous. We're going to come on to in a little bit. But at the same time, is Matt Taylor's job currently under threat as you understand it? Not for the game against Wrexham. Uh, no, I don't think if they lose that game, they'll get the sack. I don't think that that's the case. Um, I think you know it, it's been a it's been a it has been without doubt a difficult game. Um, <clears throat> I don't have it on any authority, by the way, about about Matt and his and his job and how close he, he, you know he was before that that game against Fleetwood. But obviously, I think the noise. I mean, I've been saying it for a while. I think mm. the stadium test is the test. That's how you know. And what we saw in that stadium at Burton Albion was an incredibly disgruntled, unhappy fan base who were not happy with what they were seeing. Um, so I feel as though that was, uh, you know, I think that tells you the story that you, that, that you kind of needed to. And I think that's why almost not just the win against Fleetwood, but also the performance, because I know that that has been a bone of contention for Shrewsbury fans. There's a story on the way, actually, because I asked uh, Matt Taylor about about the performance and you know uh, the style of play that has potentially been criticised at times by town fans this season. Um, so I think, and I think that that kind of changed as well. Town, there was a real conscious effort, and Matt's told me that there was a conscious effort to, you know, keep the ball down. Uh, and I think the phrase he said, I haven't, I haven't actually I've got to listen back and tap up his quotes, but I think the phrase he said was, oh, "We want less chaos." Um, and he felt that, I mean, he used the phrase which I've never heard before. Um, and, and he said, that, oh, against Burton, I, I don't mind us hitting line three. And does that mean anything to you? Line three? Hitting line three, he said. Um, Unless and it's phases of play, potentially, or so, is it part, so part apparently of that, So apparently that means hitting it to the striker. 
Oh, um, mine's spring, right? Okay. Interesting. <laughs> so uh, I, I had to ask him to clarify. I was like, what does that mean? Um, and he says he doesn't he doesn't mind that. But once you get the ball forward, then we've got to show more composure on the ball. And I think that was something that, that they did do. And he said that they mixed it up against Fleetwood. Um, and it was a good performance. And it was a performance that they very much needed. Um, I don't know. I don't know in terms of the pressure. It, it all will depend, again, on the reaction from the fans. You know, I mean... Mm. Matt did say in his interview that you know that the pressure's off now for a week because because they break from league football. But uh, I'm not necessarily sure I agree with that because they're playing Wrexham. Who I was going to say when you got league two opposition, yeah, Shrewsbury Town fans are absolutely desperate to beat. And hmm. yeah, so it's, I mean it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean I don't know whether you've seen the story online um, that Johnny wrote yesterday um, regarding Tom Flanagan's quotes about Wrexham. Mm-hmm. But you know, he says we're the League One team, they're the League Two team. We've beaten League Two teams in this competition, and we should beat Wrexham. Um, and I suppose, although they have some good players, don't they? Former Wolves player Stephen Fletcher and obviously James mm-hmm. McLean and players like that, and obviously the other ones like Mullin and people like that. So they have some decent players, but you kind of feel that you know, Shrewsbury fans ain't going to take it well if they don't win that game because. They are huge rivals, aren't they? And understandably yeah. so. You know, rivalries, derbies yeah, in football are massive. So, who knows? Who knows? I think I think it's still an evolving situation. Town that 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 it needs to be consistent. Whatever they do, they they need to be consistent. One win is not going to change anything. If they now go and lose the next three or four again, they're going to be in, they're going to find themselves in the same position. So they need to consistently produce performances and results and I think if you can produce performances consistently results will follow and I think that's perhaps where we've probably been lacking um in the say you know the last good performance was probably where a convincing win was against Derby and that was late October you know we're now in Mm. January yeah it's a long time I mean you can say Matt Taylor can say well the pressure's off a little bit but I completely agree I mean we'll preview the Wrexham game I think in a little bit but um Big game, but but also, I mean, it doesn't get any easier, does it, for him? Uh, Stevenage, Peterborough, and Northampton coming up three ta- three teams inside the top ten in the league. So you know they're going to have to pick up some points at some point because you cannot go through January um, um, showing the kind of results that they did against you know Peterborough, obviously at home and and Cheltenham away. They've, they've got to pick up some points, I think. Um, look, you spend a lot of time with Matt Taylor, uh, Ollie. What's his demeanour like at this moment in time? You know, let's say. Was it was it relief on on New Year's Day? You know, when it, when you're interviewing after the Burton game, after the Cheltenham game, is there what, what's his? You know, do, does he not get too high, not too low? Is he obviously? I mean, he has to be aware of the frustration from the fans vocally, um, especially after, like you say, that Burton game. But do you feel that he's showing signs of pressure um, outwardly in his demeanour and also in terms of selection? Um. No, to be fair, I think he deals with it. I think he deals with it pretty well. Um, and maybe kind of maybe he hides it, you know, um, you know, because it can't be. I mean, I did. I asked him about the reaction of the fans um, at Burton. And he said he'd rather than be shouting at him than shouting at uh, the players. And probably inside he doesn't mean that because I would imagine <laughs> that you know fans chanting things that they were chanting at Burton Albion would probably, sure. you know, ha- have quite you know a big effect on a person um mm-hmm. I certainly would think so because uh, it can't be nice and he did actually say that like, it's not nice but this is football I know what business yeah. I'm in I just think he's kind of quite experienced as a mm-hmm. as a player and just as a he's just been around the game a long time and he, he he's probably 
played as there's been several managerial changeovers and he gets how it works and he, he, he kind of understands and he's played he's played at you know played in the Premier League for a long long time didn't he so he's an experienced campaigner so no I would say he's coping with it in terms of his his demeanor and the way he is in his press conferences okay um so so yeah um he's he's a stand up he's a stand up guy in fairness mm. to him he's a, he's a he's a he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, he is a he is a stand up guy and you can tell that he he's desperate to be successful you know just at times this year that perhaps he perhaps needs to be a little bit careful with um you know perhaps his messaging post match i think he's kind of inadvertently I don't know whether he's meant to or not, but it kind of feels as if some of the, the blame in some of post-match interviews has been thrust upon players. And I do think mm -hmm. that that is probably the case. The players have perhaps not been good enough at times, but I also think that some accountability from, um, you know, you know, needs to be taken to, um, sure. to, to where he may feel that he's gone wrong or, or so on or so forth may, may go down well. This is only what I'm getting from, from, from reading online and from, you sure kind of what i gather from shifty fans anyway but look i mean like you say matt taylor's been there he's done it he's played at the best level he's played at the highest level you know he knows the pressure that comes with the game he knows the pressure that comes with the job i'm, I'm positive if you asked him what's the pressure like compared to a player than, than with a manager that manager managerial is is 10 times more than a player a player you, you pick you do your best on the pitch you know you've got 11 players like you say you, you lose games, you win games together as a team. But unfortunately, if you lose games, there's only one person whose job is under threat, and that's the manager. So, you know, what you don't want to be, in, and I think Matt Taylor will be keen to do this, uh, Ollie, is you don't want to be living from game to game, do you? And unfortunately, no, at this, this moment in time, he is kind of living from game to game, not in terms of potentially his job security, but just the reaction, the, the frustration, the, you know, the um, disappointment of... of how Shrewsbury have, have begun this season. Look, it hasn't helped him. How much how much are injuries to blame for Shrewsbury's current plight? Is it literally you couldn't have done anything else? Could he have done I'm sure he could do a lot of things better. He's still learning in management. This isn't his first managerial job, though. Um, but how bad are the injuries? Because they, they seem catastrophic at this yeah. moment in time. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's got worse. Yeah, the injuries are bad. The injuries are bad. And, and I'll tell you what I do think as well. I think the injuries have impacted the style. Um, and there was a reason that we went so deep. Um, went deep against Wickham, uh, went deep against Notts County. Uh, and I think that is because of the injuries. Um, and I think that, obviously, I think Aaron Pierre is similar, is, has come into the side. And he's a very, very, very good um defender on the edge of his own box, heading balls out of the area, making clearances, making blocks, he's strong, he's powerful. But what he's not good at is, you know, on the edge of his own halfway line, running back towards his own goal. And I think that because mm. I think with him in the side, they've played deeper. Um, I feel that, the deep, that, that that's then a problem in terms of when they don't, they can push a higher up the pitch, they can press their opposition more. We saw that against Fleetwood, you know, Morgan Feeney's back in the side. They're, they're playing further up the pitch. They're pressing them high. You can't press a team when you sat up when you, you your defenders are sat on the edge of your own box because you're just going to create too much space in the middle of the field, aren't you? So I do feel that the that that the injuries have made an impact because I know that they wouldn't be playing as deep as they are, you know, if the first choice centre halves were in the team, the likes of Flanagan, the likes of 
Morgan Feeney, the likes of Shay Dunkley. So I do think that that has impacted, but that is no excuse. Like, you know, they, 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 they have to be able to, to, to manage it. And, and I feel like for, for a period, they've kind of gone to, right, this is where we are. These are the players that we've got available and we need to adapt our style of play to be successful at this moment in time. That's what they've done. Um, and, you know, it's not been nice to watch on the eye, but at first it got results. And I did end up asking mm. Taylor uh, at one stage, this is, you know, like, obviously you can kind of cope for a few games, you know, they beat Notts County, they beat Wickham away. But after a while it catches up with you and you're not going to keep, you're not going to keep winning games by trying to keep it tight and nicking a goal. You need to have more of a threat. And, you know, that's something they did against Fleetwood. I mean, for me personally, I'm not, I wasn't too disappointed with the defeats to Portsmouth and Peterborough because they're mm. beating everybody. Um, so I can kind of understand that. Um, I'm not saying I, I personally believe that Shrewsbury can be on their day, can beat anyone at home. I think their home record is, is, is really good and they, they, they have played well at home this season, it, but away from home, I equally think they could lose it. They could lose to anyone, um, because they're that poor away from home and those games against Cheltenham and Burton, again, are more examples of, of town not quite getting it right on the road. And I really have no idea what it is because, mm. you know, we'll play Wrexham this weekend and I I back Shrewsbury to win because they're at home. Yet if we were at the race course ground, I won't be backing Shrewsbury to win at all. No. And, and it's quite a bizarre record, to be honest. Bizarre. Um, bright spots then. Who are you looking at? Who, you know, who who, who came out well from, from that game? And, and, you know, when you're looking at going forward and maybe adapting style of play and, and maybe horses for courses and, and looking at the, the players that are available, can we potentially see a changing system going forward? Well, it's interesting, you see, because a lot of a lot of people were kind of saying that, 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 that there was a changing system in the game against uh, Fleetwood on New Year's Day. But uh, I mean, and there, there was, I suppose, from Cheltenham, but they played that 3-4-3 system against Burton Albion. That system was played in the game mm-hmm. that they lost 1-0 and got booed off in. Um, so, yeah, they played 3-4-3 that day. It was just different personnel with Tamisi Sabawali playing on the right and Taylor Perry dropping back into midfield. That was the change, really. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so the system, I think the 3-4 system might be here to stay. It seems to have worked better. Um, you know, they got to the byline. And that's what we don't see Shrewsbury do enough of. They don't seem to get to the byline and get crosses in. Um, yeah. So that's what we need to see more of, that they work it out into an area. I mean, the third goal was a brilliant goal, um, and that is something that, you know, we want to see more of. But I thought that Tamisi, um, Sobawali, when he came into the side, I thought he was direct. He, um, sorry, he played at Burnley, he played at wingback, but playing higher up the field, it kind of felt like he can, when he's got the ball on the edge of their area or he's got it higher up the pitch, he can afford to lose it a bit more without kind mm. of, you know, that fear of, Oh my god! If I'm yeah. on my own half, and I lose it, goal scoring opportunity, score. Yeah. You know, like if he loses it there, this, you know, it won't just be his fault that 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 you know the opposition might break on you and score. There'll be other things in play before that. So I feel like there was a bit more freedom for him, and he has got like a real athletic ability. I I, I spoke to Matt Matt Taylor about it after the game, and I asked him about it about how you know athletic he is, the running power that he has. And he, he, there was a couple of times in the first half where he had a foot race with Josh Vella and he completely just left him in his wake. You know, he's just a, a very, very good athlete, is, is Savoali. So he did really well, uh, produced a, a real moment of quality for the third goal and for the cross uh, that he put in that Jordan Shipley then fu- finished and it was a beautiful finish too. 
The only thing I'd say say about it is it's is, is that you know everybody's waxing Liverpool about him and, and really pleased and rightly so because he was very good. But he's got to do it more more. You can't just do it once and everyone yeah, be like, oh, it's going great. Yeah, he's got to do it. He's got to do it the next game and he's got to do it the game after and then maybe we'll start thinking, okay, this guy's the real deal. But uh, I don't think us seeing, um, you know. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good that he produced a good performance, but I think we all were all in the same boat. That and I think it goes with Shrewsbury in general. You know, we can, they can do it, mm-hmm. but consistency is the problem, and that's what they're striving for at the moment. With every now, can they order. find that consistency, Ollie? That's the most important thing. You're going into January. Sorry to cut you off, but you're going to January now. You've got you obviously the January transfer window is open. Um, I'm not sure how much cash there is to spend, and. From a loan point of view, can they can they get a couple over the line? But you tweet out that obviously Nathan Fraser has been a long-standing, you know, um, well, Shrew's been long-standing suitors for Nathan Fraser for the Wolf striker. Um, he looks like he's one of a number of players that, that Matt Taylor would want to add and make additions to. What, what areas do you think that they need to add in or strengthen? And also, how many do you think they can get over the line? Well, I think it's set to be a really interesting couple of weeks um, for Taron on this front because I think we're waiting to hear on the loans, the players that they've got on loan. Mm. I would have thought that some of them are going to go back, um, you know, to their parent clubs. Um, we don't know yet for sure. Um, Matt Taylor was asked about it post-match on Saturday, on uh, Monday, sorry, and, and he kind of said as such. Um, so we're waiting to see what happens for them because at the moment they've got, I think, um, I can't remember off the top. I think it's five. Elliot Thorpe's gone back, so they've got five mm-hmm. loans. You can only have five loan players in the squad. Obviously, yeah. three out of Shrewsbury's five loan players haven't been fit since November. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think what Matt does keep saying and what Taylor does keep saying is that it depends on where the what the progress is with the rehabilitation. Are they ready to be reintroduced to the squad? When's their return to play date? Yeah. Um, but I suppose also there's different there's different options. Um, so we're waiting to see what happens with them. I, I, I'll, I will be surprised if all three of them are still there by the end of the by the end of the window. But mm-hmm. from what I gather, it's 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 imminent in terms of I think if loans need to go back, it's it, it's in the next week or so. Um, so then we're also waiting to see if Tom ba- Tom Bloxham's going to come back um, as well. So that's another it's another. Uh, ish, contentious issue, isn't it? Because he's obviously done pretty well at Morecambe. Mm. I kind of think the, the noises I'm hearing on that one at the moment, uh, I haven't written a story about this, so I suppose it's a bit of a pot, but I, I, I gather, uh, and it's not 100% done yet, uh, but I, I think it might be unlikely uh, at the moment from what I'm hearing about blocks and things change very quickly, don't they? You never know, there could be an injury at the weekend or things could change, but I feel as though blocks may stay at Morecambe. Um, mm-hmm. So, but the decision on that needs to be made finally, once and for all. And if you know they do decide that actually they want to call him back, they need that will that will impact their transfer plans. Um, so I think before we can start to thinking about what we're going to bring in, we need to know what's going the other way first. Sure. Um, so, but then again, at the same time, slightly contradictory to that, Matt said he hoped to have bodies in before Wrexham. So, who the hell knows? It's all very confusing, to be honest. And. Not particularly. I'm not, I know I'm not really being particularly helpful there, um, but that that's my understanding of it. Is that, that currently there's no space for loans, um, and I feel as though anything that they do, they're going to have to. It, it's going to be rearranging. Uh, it's not mm. going to be we've got this money available to spend 
it's a case of what you get out, you can bring in. Um, it's my understanding of the situation with regards to transfers at the club at the moment. Can they, um, can they bring Sean Wiley back? Get him back. Get him back. Sure. What a pleasure. Yeah. What, a, what a pleasure to uh, to speak to him last week. Um, you did the podcast with him. I'm sure you know. Obviously, gone down really well with Shrewsbury fans. But um, great that he could come on and and you know be um, a guest a guest speaker and and thoroughly entertaining chat and obviously you know great insight as well from Sean. Yeah, he, uh, from what we understand, that's our most listened to episode, isn't it? Mm, um, it is. It is. Sean Wally delivering the goods for us there. Uh, he was Really enjoyed it. Really great to have, great to have, to have Sean on the podcast. Um, and yeah, it was great to get to have the chance to speak to him. And hopefully, uh, we can kind of do more guest podcasts in the next uh, few few weeks in the coming months in 2024. Because I think they go down pretty well, don't they? Um, so yeah, I think that'd be, I think that'd be pretty good. I mean, they don't want to, don't want to hear me and you bagging on for 45 minutes today. You know what I mean? No, 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 exactly. Now. Exactly. Uh, 100%. 100%. Right. Okay. Uh, look, a cheeky question as well. And uh, it's come in through the old tweeter. Um, and he says, uh, Thomas Paparelli says, Do you think a change of manager is needed or are the boys totally behind uh, him? Which obviously means Matt Taylor. So has he got the full dressing room backing Matt Taylor? And do you think a new uh, change is needed? Do you think that will help? Um. As he got the full dress, I would have said that based on the way that they played on Monday, I would have said yes. Um, but I'd say things still need to things still need to improve. There are there is room for improvement. Um, do I think a managerial change at this stage in the season would help? Um, no, probably not in my opinion. Uh, not 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 yet. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't think. I do think that for a, a lot of times this season, um, Town have not been good enough, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I probably agree with the vast majority of things that's that, that's said by fans online and things that you read. Like not all of it, by the way, not all of it, but but a, a good proportion of it. Um, but I, I don't just think that just getting rid of the manager just solves all that. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, at the moment, I mean, right now, because, you know, people will listen to this and say, oh, Ollie Westby says this, and then four weeks down the line, they'll be saying, well, you said he sh- that, that we should keep him, and, and look where we are now. Like, at this moment, I think that, you know, we're, we're okay, um, but improvements still need to be made, and I'm sure, and I'm pretty positive that, you know, Matt Taylor would agree with that, if I'm being honest with you. I think he he's, you know, aware enough probably not going to come out in the media and say that, but probably, you know, inside closed quarters, if he, you know, keeps his counsel, I'm sure that that's something that he would, it would probably acknowledge himself. Absolutely. Um, right, before we preview the, the Wrexham game, uh, with my sponsors, kellantosaman.co.uk, your one-stop shop for all the beautiful product, uh, graded product specialists from appliances, floor care, personal care, catering, cookware, outdoor living, and mobility. Um, how's uh, how's the temperature in your new gaff made? Is it nice? Is it is it is it warm? Is it toasty? Or is it could it do with a little bit of um, heating from time to time? This is my heater. Oh wow! Okay. That is I, bet is your heater. I bet you didn't expect that for the answer, did you? 
I, I did it. not. I did not. Did you get it from kettleandtoastman.co.uk? No, I got it from dunelm.co.uk. Oh, wow. You can't, you can't give another sponsor out. Live, not free. These people pay us. Um, <laughs> if, you want, if you want an electronic fan heater, a Daewoo. Is it Daewoo or Daewoo? Uh, Idaho. I'll call him okay. Idaho. Okay, we're going to go with um, um, an electronic fan heater, 2000 watts in white. Beautiful mobile heater. Um, will warm your room up to a toasty temperature within seconds. But how much are you going to pay for it, Mr. Ollie Westbury? Give me a price. £15. Less. You're joking. I thought that was mate, You thought you were going to do me there, didn't you? Oh, no. it's a bloody steal. It can't work and, if it's only less than £15, uh, surely. Nine quid. Ten English pounds. Get it English on. KellenToastman.co dot uk right um ollie we have got uh we've got wrexham coming uh we've also got potentially could you see a little bit of a mr ryan reynolds yeah well no not a fan yeah. not a deadpool fan no uh no not a fan at all he owns no wrexham, really you well, can tell I'll, I'll, I'll cover shrewsby town he owns wrexham so i can't like him that's fine that's that's what that's what really yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't do that, can you? No. And I don't uh, like Deadpool no. anyway. I think it's the least funniest thing I've seen. Um, just wow, like really? Yeah. Um, what about Free Guy? Life? The Crudes? No, I can't, say, I can't say I'm a big, I can't say I'm a big Ryan Reynolds fan in general, to be honest with you. The Proposal? In, Wolverine? In, in football, Blade? in football sense, in acting. Um, Berry? Definitely, maybe. Green Lantern? Well, I'll tell you what, Voices? I'll tell you what. I tell you what I would like to see. I'd like to be a fly on the wall for when he meets Shrewsbury Town Chairman Roland Witchley on, on Oh on, really? Yeah, I think that'll be an that'll be a funny conversation. And again, meeting I'd, of the I'd minds. like to have been a fly on the wall uh, in, in the boardroom <laughs> at Cheltenham when <laughs> the former manager was in there um as well. Because I can been interesting too. But yeah, um so no, I won't be seeking out Mr. Ryan Reynolds. I will not Okay, be, excellent not, news. Not, not, uh, not not interested. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure if it was former Shrewsbury Town reporter Mr. Lewis Cox, that might that that uh, that stance might differ slightly. Uh, but that's I like it. I like it. You keep it. Keep it all business, mate. Um, in terms of squad selection, in terms of team selection, I assume that Matt Taylor will be going for as as full strength as he possibly can be, barring injuries. Do you feel that that's the case? There's no way he's resting anyone for the FA Cup, ready for the leagues, are there? I mean, you've got to go out all out and win this game, don't you? Jesus, I mean, that'd be brave, wouldn't it? If you imagine <laughs> if he made five changes and picked the kids in the game against oh Wrexham. Oh, my God, lost. wow. Oh, man. God, talk about scoring an own. No, I think it'll be full strength. Um, yeah. yeah, first meeting since I'm actually just doing a piece uh, actually on, on on Towns games against Wrexham. But, you know, it's been a long time since the teams, the teams met. Um, you know, Shrewsbury are going to want to win. Um mm -hmm. And Shrewsbury fans are desperate to win. I expect it to be a brilliant atmosphere. I'm really, really looking forward to this game. Actually, really excited, and I just hope. And I, I do think, I do think it will be similar to the Derby game. I know that, I know that, that 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 the players kind of when these big games come around, I know they shouldn't, they should be up for more, but they, they just get more, they get more into it. Um, and I think they, the players know how big a game it is, um, and the fans know how big a game it is. You know. Wrexham will sell out the end, Shrewsbury will sell out the meadow, and I'm hoping that it's going to be a really, really, really good game. Um, so, yeah, so I'm really excited for it, to be honest. I hope, you know, 
we've got to win. Um, absolutely desperate to win. I don't want to lose. Um, yeah, don't want yeah. to lose a derby, dear. Um, no, so no, you don't. Ross, Matt Taylor and his men can can put in the performance that that, that we need, and I, and I think they will win because I think they play well at home. Um, I think it's if, like I've said, I said to you earlier in the podcast, if it was away, I think we'd be struggling big start, but but at home, um, the medal will be cranked up. Um, the players will be fizzed up and you know I, I think we will win on, on, on Saturday uh, love to see it Sunday Sunday yeah, don't go a day early mate don't go a day early um, right well uh, before we do predictions um, I'd like to to show you and I know like you say it's not a visual podcast uh, so you I don't know why I'm doing this because no one else will be able to see it however I'll show you because I can see your beautiful face and that is one of my favourite Christmas presents of all time and will be used in a variety of podcasts in 2024 we have got the Magic 8 Ball the magic, the magic eight ball, the magic eight ball. So I'm going to ask the magic eight ball a series of questions. Well, actually one question, and that is, will Shrewsbury get through in the FA Cup? Of course, um, there could be a replay as well. If they level, they might have, they might have to go to the race course ground. So we shall yeah. see. Uh, but I shall ask the eight ball. I'll then do my prediction. We'll finish off with your prediction, Mr. Ollie Westbury. Magic eight ball, magic eight ball. Will Shrewsbury Town beat Wrexham on Sunday in the FA Cup third round? Shaking, shaking, shaking. Don't drop it. Oh no! Very doubtful. Is that what it says? Very oh no! Doubtful. Can we cut this bit out? <laughs> Very doubtful. Oh no! The magic eight ball doesn't like it. Doesn't like the magic eight balls. The magic eight oh. balls are pessimists. No, right. I'm going to go with mine. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I'm going to agree with the magic eight ball, Ollie. I'm going to say very doubtful they beat them because I think that you are going to go back to the race course ground. I think you're going to have a replay. I'm going to say Shrewsbury have won. Wrexham won. Ollie Westbury, it's down to your prediction, and we're going to give away a Shrewsbury Town shirt for the lucky winner when you bang your prediction on and it is guaranteed to come in. So um, you let me know. You retweet this podcast and the Shrewsbury Town, Ollie will pick a winner. And if it is the correct score that Ollie uh, predicts now, then you will have a home shirt at your choice. No entry fee whatsoever. Just retweet the podcast tweet that Ollie will be tweeting out. I don't know. Or Xing out, whatever it is these days, um, this afternoon. So, Wally Westbury, it's Shrewsbury, it's Wrexham. Give me the scores on the doors. 2 1, 2 1 to the town. Ah, and you love to see it, mate. You love to see it. Happy days. Um, cheers, mate. Been a pleasure. Um, I'm sure I have a few more of these before the end of 2024, but I'm sure Mr. Johnny Drury will be in the helm next week because I'm flying off to Houston on Saturday <laughs> to watch some. Sure. Um, Let's watch some American football, mate. College football uh, oh, on Monday. Worse than I'll stay oh, home. stop it. Stop it. Stop it. No, that's not sarcastic either. That's genuine. The Washington Huskies against the Michigan Wolverines for the national championship. It's all happening, baby. Um, and also Wolves are off for a week. So, uh, you know, they're going to Abu Dhabi. So it's, it's a break for all of us. Uh, Ollie, been a pleasure. And I will see you very, very soon. Um, happy New Year. I'm sure you want to wish Happy New Year to all the beautiful Shrewsbury fans listening. Yeah. All four of them. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Shrewsbury Town fans. Happy New Year. Let's hope it's a good one, starting with the stuffing of Wrexham. From me, from Ollie, have a great weekend and we shall see you next week. Take care.